Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, David. And welcome to the Encouragement Group, the group that we do each and every Friday. And we do it each and every Friday because we know that weekends are tough. And, uh, you know, when we first started doing this group, uh, we did it because uh, we had a lot of people that were choosing to leave on the weekends. And uh, after we started doing this group, we had over a 50% reduction of people choosing to leave on the weekend. So we decided to keep doing it. And because so many guys liked it, we decided to start recording it. And uh, we've been recording it for the last, I'd say, uh, almost three years now. And uh, we've had over 15,000 listens to uh, our podcast from people all over. Um, And the purpose of this group, this encouragement group, is, you know, when you take a look at the definition of courage, the definition of courage is this, the ability to act in the face of something that is difficult or scary. The ability to act in the face of something that is difficult or scary. To encourage you is to put that courage in you, to give you that courage, to face the things that are difficult and scary. And as long as you're here in treatment, then you know that you have issues that you have inside of you that need to come out. Many of you have been in treatment before and have learned about relapse prevention and got these skills and tools, but you didn't let that stuff out. You lacked the courage. You lacked the faith to let those things out. And what we want to tell you, what we want to help you to do is to encourage, to give you that courage to leave no stone here unturned. Because we believe that when you choose to do all of the work and leave no stone unturned, then you are well on your way to a meaningful and lasting recovery. Is it a guarantee? No. Uh, but, you know, if I, if I gave you money to bet on a horse race and you wanted to win money, and I said you could either bet the 2 to 1 or you can bet the 150 to 1. If you really wanted to win money, you'd bet that 2 to 1. You'd bet on the horse that is more likely to win. Now, I know some of you guys are risk takers, but you get the meaning. If you're willing to do the work, you are more likely to be successful. You are more likely to bond and connect to sobriety. You're less likely to give it up so easily. So when I thought about what I wanted to talk to you today, I came up with something new, and I have this word in my head for many reasons. Um, the word tomorrow. And, you know, immediately some of you guys see tomorrow, and, you know, you come up with the slogans that were taught in AA, right? You know, just for today. Keep it in today. Keep it in this moment. And yet, here we are on Friday, on the eve of, you know, uh, uh, one of our biggest days of the year you know, our annual alumni picnic. And I can't help as we're running around as staff, and some of you guys are doing some of that running around too, scurrying around trying to get ready for what? Trying to get ready for tomorrow. And, uh, and, and tomorrow, you know, somebody just asked me, you know, what if it rains tomorrow? And guess what? <laughs> there is potential rain in the forecast for tomorrow. So I had another reason for thinking about tomorrow. And then, you know, I, I started thinking about sobriety in general And what does tomorrow mean? You know, when we do the work today, when we do uh, uh, 
you know, take those healthy risks, allow ourselves to be vulnerable. When I do the next sober thing, no matter what I'm dealing with today, we do what we do today so that we may have a brighter tomorrow. Fair to say? And so then, of course, I'm saying the word tomorrow over and over in my head, and I couldn't help but think about the song. Right? And, uh, you know, whether you're old or young, I'm sure you could not have escaped the song from Annie. You know, the sun will come out tomorrow. And, I, you know, I started thinking about this, and I'm thinking, you know, it's a risk to talk about tomorrow when we talk about staying in today. But when you think about it, there is a relationship between this song and recovery. Because, you know, there's a line that says, when I'm stuck with a day that's gray and lonely... When I'm stuck with a day that is gray and lonely, many of you, all of you, before coming here, hit some sort of bottom. It's hard to walk into St. Christopher's Inn and no matter what the weather is outside, for your life not to be gray and cloudy, right? You've hit some sort of bottom. You don't feel good about yourself. You don't feel good about others. The world seems unmanageable. The world seems overwhelming. Sobriety seems like it's for somebody else. How many guys have stood at this podium and have said, when I got here, I never thought I'd be that guy standing here at the end. Why? Because when we walk in here, our day seems gray and lonely. But what do we do with that? You know, and, and, and how, you know, how does this relate? Because what we've come to find is that, yes, you all have this in common. Guess what? Newsflash. Everybody walks in here, their day is gray and lonely. You guys that work in admissions, although there are many guys who try to get in here and wait for a bed however long, a day, a week or more, you know, very few people come in here clicking their heels, jumping for joy. Hallelujah, I'm at St. Christopher's Inn. Most people come in here beat up, beat down, worn out. Their days are gray and lonely. But when you do the work, we find that for so many of you that your tomorrow gets better. That the days may not all of a sudden seem sunny. The sun may not exactly come up tomorrow. But what we've come to find, so many of you come to find, is that tomorrow is less gray and lonely. And yes, over time, our days start to become more sunny. So many of you guys, when you walk in here, say, you know, uh, I came in here feeling alone. I never thought I could get to, you know, look at a, 180 other guys as brothers, but that's what happened. Okay? Did St. Christopher's Inn change? Over the course of uh, 75 to 90 days, did St. Christopher's Inn get more bright, get more sunny, get more brotherly? No. You did. You were willing to open up your eyes. You were willing to deal with the stress and the issues of today so that tomorrow could be a better and brighter day. So what I have to say is, yes, gentlemen, it may rain tomorrow, and yet the sun will still come out. Because 
Tomorrow is not about whether it's sunny or whether it's rainy on the outside. It's about your days getting less gray and lonely on the inside. It's about your ability to connect with other people for maybe the first time or the first time in a long time in a way that you haven't before. And those are the things that make the sun come out tomorrow. Can I have a hallelujah? Hallelujah! Who would have thought? You know, I, I am the first person. You know, uh, I, have a, I have a saying, corny is cool in recovery. You know? So, you know, it should be no shock to anybody that I'd be using a song from Annie <laughs> and say, hey, this is cool. This relates to recovery. But, guys, it's true. And, um, you know, when you do this work, and like I said, maybe, maybe the next day isn't sunny. Maybe it's just less gray and less lonely. But day after day, we put in that work, and those days start to become increasingly sunny. We start to notice things around us that are good instead of bad. And we find that when you do this work, miracles happen. And at St. Christopher's End, we have the good fortune of seeing miracles happen here every day. Tomorrow you're going to see, not one, you're going to see hundreds of miracles, hundreds of guys coming back who have sat in the seats that you're sitting in now, showing you that, yes, this is all possible. This is a place where miracles happen. And at this time, we ask that if you've experienced a miracle, if something in the last week has happened to you that you never thought was possible but it happened, we ask that you come forward now and share that miracle. Because guess what? It might not feel good just to know that you've experienced a miracle. There might be somebody else in this room who's got one foot out the door. Maybe your miracle will help them stay. Maybe there's somebody out there listening to this podcast that's looking for a dose of hope and inspiration. And maybe you have the ability to be of service to that person. So if you've experienced a miracle in the past week, would you be willing to come forward now and share it? Yes. Uh, Gage P. Track 13. Uh, I have the privilege to work in the admissions office and uh, getting to see the families and talking to them and actually hearing, you know, pretty much the same thing I do to my family. You know, it was not only just a miracle, but it was an eye-opener for me, the fact that I get to really see what I do to my family. Thank you. Yeah. Ricky D, track eight. Um, just recently my girl broke up with me for all the uh, things that I had done when I was drinking and all my bad behavior, and I couldn't really see how I reacted to everything without just talking to her. But from talking in group and talking with my counselor one-on-one, um, he got me to see that I was doing it the wrong way. And just from one little suggestion he gave me, I, I took it, and my girl turned right around and, you know, accepted me now. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Michael K., track 11. Um, for me, doing something uncomfortable, like um, joining the choir this week, beautiful thing. Thank you. Jason uh, B, track five. Um, I'm very grateful, I want to say, to be able to come here a second time because um, I could have easily died out there. And um, it's, it's just the miracle for me. It's There's so much to say great about this place because I... <coughs> I've gained a lot of tools here last time I was here. I actually came back to the picnic last year, and it was a blessing. It was really, really a big, a real blessing. And I'm, 
I, I was beating myself up the other day about all the stuff I did this year and how now I'm back. But you know what? Uh, my peers helped me out and redirected me. Not my peers, my brothers here, because that's what everyone here really is, my brother, and we all do help each other. And the miracle for me is that um, I don't have to walk through this alone, and, you know, I am here, and it's okay, and I just have to continue a day at a time and forget about where I've messed up. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Robert L. Detox. A um, couple nights ago, I was outside sharing with um, one of the brothers here, and he was expressing to me that, um, you know, he doesn't know if he wants to do this. I wasn't sure if I wanted to do this, and I started talking about my experience with recovery. And um, just one addict talking to another about um, our experiences together, like we both ended up in a better place. And through that conversation, I remembered how beautiful recovery actually is and um, gave me a little hope for the next day. Great. Thank you. BG, I went to a detox and the nurse had the same birthday as me. I went to rehab, the other nurse had the same birthday to me. And I got up here at St. Christopher's and the nurse had the same birthday as me. And I don't believe in coincidences, so that's definitely a sign. Thank you. John S. Track 2, I picked up a drink about two years ago and I haven't been able to stop. And I haven't been able to go back into AA because I've been ashamed of my relapse. <clears throat> Finally getting here to St. Christopher's Inn, I being a second time resident, I was ashamed to be here, and I was very prideful at the same time. But Janet, the lunch lady, had a Stations of the Cross, and when she said even Jesus fell three times, that shame and pride has been lifted for me, and now I'm ready for recovery again. Thank you. These miracles, guys, they're like, they're like stars in the sky, right? There's not, you know, we don't have one miracle a week. We have five, we have six miracles that people share every single week. I hope that tells you something. Gentlemen, people need encouragement like plants need water. The ones who need it the most are the ones who get it the least. There are people here that have, uh, at St. Christopher's Inn that have been put in your path, who have been sources of encouragement for you, who helped you get through something difficult. At this time, we ask that if there's someone in this room who has been a source of encouragement for you, someone who's gone over and above for you, someone who's made a difference in your life or your treatment life, that you come up now and recognize them. You know, it, 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 we have spent so much time seeing ourselves as valueless and worthless and hopeless. How might it feel for you to be able to give someone the gift of encouragement and let them know that you've made a difference in somebody's life? Uh, if you have someone that you want to encourage, please keep in mind two things. One, um, praise and encouragement are two different things. Praise has a tendency to stop at thank you. When we encourage someone, we go the extra step and we let that person know just how their efforts have been helpful to us. And again, uh, we ask that you focus on one person for now. You can encourage anybody you want later on, but try to focus on one person for now. When I say I want to thank the whole community and the whole track, it just loses some of its power. So if you have someone you'd like to encourage now, uh, yeah, let's go. Uh, Stephen D. Track 7, I'd like to encourage Maxwell C. <clears throat> uh, by being able to talk to you one-on-one, -on -one, one addict helping another is very powerful for me, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart because I can identify with you. We've been down the same road, and that right there lets me know that there's nothing unique about me and that this is a WE program, and I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Uh, George V, track six. Um, 
What I want to encourage is, is actually Brother Tim. He's not here. And uh, also Adeline. Um, this week he showed me unconditional love. And he goes he goes above and beyond his responsibilities here. You know, he's always here. And, and Adeline, because she works hard at what she does. And she got me into a place where I thought I wasn't going to get in. So that's like, it was like a miracle to get in there. So I want to encourage both of them. Great. Let them know. Thank you. Um, Jason B, track five. I want to encourage uh, Andre. Um, you've been a really great friend to me since I've just been here the last like three plus weeks, and I've you, you're real sincere, and you know I feel I could tell you you know whatever's going on, and thank you for being a great brother here. John D, track three. I'd like to encourage Samuel C. Um, I haven't been to church in at least 20 years, and uh, I got here three weeks ago today. Two weeks ago, I went to church for my first time in 20 years, and uh, Samuel C. is the chorus director. And I just want to say thank you because you encouraged me very much, and I'm glad I can encourage you. Uh, you changed my outlook on a lot of things around here, and I'm really grateful for that. Thank you. Likewise. Uh, Quamine P, track seven, James, you gave me the encouragement to do something I love to do, and you brought me back to life. That's it. I just want to let you know that. All right? Thank you. Uh, Donald C, track 11. Uh, Matt, bed 83. I don't see him, though. Okay. So I say it anyway? Yeah. You know, this kid's 18 years old. I've got a son. I've got a son that's 17 years old. And, uh, you know, the fact that he's here, that he walked in the room, in, in, into, the, in, into these doors at 18 years old, I mean, uh, I mean he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a force of inspiration for me. And I'll let him know later. Terrific. Thank you. Sean T., track 12. I want to recognize Richard S. Um, you know, when I first got here, I really wanted to leave, and me and Richard know each other from the outside, and, um, you know, he really pushed me to stay, and getting through those first couple of days um, really helped me embrace the program, and I'm really happy I did, because I'm starting to come around and really take advantage of everything St. Christopher's has to offer. Thank you. How you doing? Richard R., track 11. I want to, uh, James C. James? Uh, he's a, a great musician. Yeah. You. Yeah, a <laughs> uh, great musician, and thank you for encouraging me to actually start playing the piano again because this is something I picked up when I was about two and a half, three years old, and I was, like you said, I was kind of young to play, but I'm too old now. I mean, I'm now I'm old enough to play, I should say. So thank you, and you encouraged me to pursue that. John uh, track 7, I want to encourage Anthony L. Um, you know, a lot of times I'm struggling, man, and, you know, I want to get high a lot and stuff like that. And a lot of times at meetings, you know, I drift out. They start talking about drugs, and, like, that's all I'm thinking about. And, like, you know, you get a lot of people using a lot of cliches. But whenever you share, man, you keep it honest. You keep it real. You share with emotions. You know, you've been around for a while. You, you, don't, you don't use all the cliches, man. You really say what's on your heart. And it brings me back. I could identify with you a lot. And, um, you know, a lot of things you say, you know, bring me back to my addiction and, and, and make me remember that, that that's not a place where I want to go, you know. So I just want to encourage you to, you know, keep on being true and, um, you know, you're helping people whether or not you know it or not. Thank you. Uh, Lester W., track six. Um, I want to encourage, like, really two people, Samuel and um, Richard K. 
Um, Samuel, I'd like to thank you because one day you told me, I asked you what you was, excuse me, what was you going to sing for quite, uh, for that Sunday in church, and you said, I'm going to sing, uh, we're going to sing our record just for you. And that made me, that made my day. You know what I mean? I'd like to thank you for that. And, and Richard K., I'd like to thank you too uh, because at times I'd be sitting out, you know, up on Serenity Hill or on the wall over there going down the hill, and you always come by, you know what I mean? And I'd just be sitting there meditating or thinking about my family, my mother, and all this, and all this stuff. And every time you come by, you always give me a word of encouragement. You know what I mean? You always brighten my day You know what I mean? You bring me out of my funk. You know what I mean? So, like, thank you. Uh, Mark R. Track 13. George C., please stand. Uh, I think you, I think, I could be wrong, but you and I are a lot alike, and we have trouble being serious and getting in touch with our feelings and sharing in group. But uh, I noticed that you've been coming out of your shell and trying to share more, so you've encouraged me to do the same. Paul. Okay. Lev B. Track 8. Uh, Albert D. Um, l earlier this week I got a letter from my wife and it wasn't the best letter that I ever got from her and you encouraged me to share it in my small group and I did and I got some re really helpful feedback from everybody and it reminded me why I'm here so I encourage you for encouraging me. Uh, James R. Track 13, I want to encourage two people, uh, Rich Porter, Richard Porter, uh, this morning, I'm struggling to be here right now. I'm going through a lot of stuff. Uh, that's his, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm struggling right now, and you're a lot younger than me. This morning, you, like, we we actually had a real conversation, and you were trying to point out what I'm doing wrong, and, like, I appreciate that. It's hard to take advice from younger people for me sometimes, and, like, you just sat there and made sure I understood it before um, you stopped talking, and I really appreciate that. And uh, Anthony L., uh, you're very similar to me. We are very angry people, and uh, you, I can come to you, and you always keep it wrong. You tell me, stay here, stick it out, and you make sure I do the next right thing, and I really appreciate that, and I really do. Thank you, bro. Ralph P., track 13. I want to encourage Anthony Z. Um, you really helped me out a couple of days ago. Um, you're going through a, a traumatic thing right now in your head. Um, by me encouraging you to stay, you're helping me to work on my grieving process. So I'm encouraging you, like, keep it moving. You're doing the right thing. You're still here. It's just stick and stay, bro. Thank you. I think we've set a record for guys giving words of encouragement to guys, and it was so encouraging to me to hear how many different guys were recognized today. Is there a sign? Is there a message in that? You know, we spent so much time listening to other people tell us how you are worthless, you are valueless, you are hopeless, and here we stand, look at all these guys reminding you that you have the capacity to be, make a difference and be of service to others. So, gentlemen, thank you for taking the time to encourage them. Um, uh, I'm going to shut this thing down now before we get to our last segment. Uh, and Remind people that uh, if you are uh, interested in learning more about St. Christopher's Inn, you can find us on the web at stchristophersinn.org. Uh, all kinds of information about us, <laughs> events, news, whatever. Uh, so until next time, we wish you peace, serenity, and sobriety.